Mike's Daily Podcast. Howdy, everybody. It's been a while since I did a podcast. Yep. Mike's Daily Podcast. I tried and tried to do one, but stuff got in the way. My work is really taking a bunch of my time. It's really silly. I wish I could spend more time on this podcast, but... What a song. Mike's Daily Podcast. F- 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 episode 2311-2311. I think the last show we did was on Sunday. Yikes. Mike's I missed the whole week. Daily. This is not a daily podcast. podcast. If I am forced to yeah. not do it some days of the week. Yikes. <sighs> Sorry, everybody. But, um... I really wanted to do one this week, but there was this little thing called, I have told people I'm going to visit them. And I have put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. And then again, this week stuff was coming up saying, you've got to put it off, put it off. And I said, enough, you have to put your foot down and you got to take the opportunity while you see a chance. So I said, y'all, I have dug you out of holes before and now you're going to repay me by letting me go on my little trip and I'm going to just shut you all down you're going to deal with it so I'm out out he gone coming up in about two weeks I'm going to be gone for a week so no Mike's Daily Podcast for a week then I'll really be off for a week because I got to go see mom haven't seen her in three years so I've been missing her I'm going to bring my lovely lady friend. She's going to get to meet her. So that means Florida. I'm going to visit two of the heavy COVID states, Florida and Texas. But y'all going to have to deal with it. In Texas, I'm going to go to Dallas and see some of my lovely lady friend's cousins. And here's today's podcast picture. And I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, I think I will post a podcast picture from the lovely state of Florida When I visited It's been three years now So let's go back to 2018 And you'll see a podcast picture from then How about that? When I visited So see it at mikesdailypodcast.com Also go to mikesdailypodcast.com Because tomorrow morning You will hear me actually from 9am To 4 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, Basil the Boxer, he never got to go to Florida. I know. I'm sorry, Basil. It just would have been an awful trip for you to be put on a plane and then fly all the way to Florida and and then the you know and then have to go back and so. The late great Basil the Boxer. Okay. Cafe okay. Cafe anyway. I'll post a podcast picture. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be on the radio playing the classic hits, hits ad. You can find, you can listen to the link at mikesillypodcast.com. It's from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow Pacific time. So, Cafe So, I have to tell you that I heard an interesting theory today. About you know how you're supposed to What's the What was the phrase What's the thing You're supposed to Be Cautious but 
Certain but cautious But something like that uh, I can't remember the same Something about being Practice Be careful With the, what you do Move Carefully I don't know what the heck Practice caution You get the con- You get the idea Okay But I heard From someone today Just sort of offhandedly Say something like Well You know what though A lot of stuff in life You have to grab With a little bit of certainty But you know Just enough Because if, if, if you wait And take all that time for research You may miss that opportunity Mm-hmm if you take if you just grab it too fast, you you may miss it. Also, oh, I there's so much. When a week goes by and I don't talk to you, there's just so much, isn't there? I heard a pastor. A pastor spoke about how people had regrets. We all have regrets, right? Some too much to mention, whatever Frank Sinatra said. Here's the thing. There was a lady who wrote down The top regrets that she heard From people that she was caring for Who were at the end of life She worked at some sort of hospice And she kept like the top five Biggest regrets that people had And the one that stuck out in my mind Was the regret that people had That they were living their lives trying to be what other people wanted them to be instead of being what they were. True to themselves, to thine own self be true, that whole thing. And it's true. And then a lot of people, there was a similar theme about how people didn't go and do the thing, the job that they, that they really enjoyed doing. That, the, you know, they didn't pursue that. Instead, they... Pursued something else Because their parents Or somebody else Made them You know Maybe they wanted to learn How to play the piano Or the keyboard Or the guitar Or whatever Yes That's what We regret the most As we're about to Head out of this world Isn't that interesting I I think there You know We can prepare for that at, To some extent You're never ever really going to know What you're going to be thinking That last moment you're alive on this planet What you regret What you wish you would have done differently Whatever Cafe whatever But I think you do have to To thine own self be true It's Shakespeare right You have to You have to have some of that to, To realize what it is You have to search your soul You have to search Do some searching I don't know if you need to take a whole year off From college to do it that gap year or whatever To find it But I think at some Point you have to listen And you go mm, Maybe this is my calling Maybe this is what I need to do and, and see I left radio for a while And I jumped into Podcasting But as I Stayed out of radio for a while I could feel it Pulling me back like the Godfather Godfather 3 Right He says something like "I got, I, They're pulling me back But that's I felt You know I'm like, I think that's calling me Because it, it called me Into it In the first place I was into radio Got into radio And Well just out of high school As we go outside a cafe Anyway we were bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton The last place on earth 
And then I was out of it And I thought Oh I'll do something else Something creative But it'll be more lucrative And it'll be more You know what though You, You have to find that thing That you don't mind doing Every day Day in and day out And yes sometimes I'm like Oh my gosh I had to cancel that Because of my job Because I'm in radio I'm on call With my job My full time job Which is in radio I'm on call And what that means Is if the radio station Goes off the air I gotta fix it I gotta I gotta go there And fix it Well I, I don't know I'm, But I'm not an engineer So I can't fix it Fix it Like I can't figure out Oh What wires need to be Whatever But I can I can fix Certain things I can fix My point is That I'm on call And when it's off the air I gotta make questions I gotta Find out what's going on And troubleshoot Yet I'm gonna be gone for a week Someone else is gonna have to do that And I know When I'm back A week afterwards I'm gonna I I will be chomping at the bit To be thrown back into that I'll be interested again So it's all that kind of thing Trying to find it What it is that, That makes you happy Does Wearing pants High-rise pants, high-rise jeans, mommy jeans. Is that what makes you happy? Was there the low-rise jeans? Was that... So I've been alive long enough to have seen the pants, the mommy pants that everybody was wearing so much so that Saturday Night Live back in the 90s made fun of the mommy pants, the mommy jeans. There was like a commercial for that with Victoria Jackson and Nora Dunn and they're wearing their mommy jeans and it's up to their belly buttons. And then it was low-rise Jeans right so women were Wearing jeans that were so low You were often Seeing um, Parts of the Rump because they Were so low That happened for oh just watch any Britney Spears video from that Era late 90s early O's Christina Aguilera the, the pants got lower and lower And lower Then oh Shakira Shakira Then now they're up to the neck. The pants are so high up. I'm wow. I'm amazed. So there you go. At one point we were all concerned about the knee. Ooh, I can actually see the knee way back. With and it always has to do. Why do women? Why does it all have to do with the women, guys? It's like we. Well, I do remember a time in the '80s when our running shorts. Were pretty high up For men The gym shorts they gave us Wow They were They were practically speedos Then I think now Well I I forget when this all changed But I know men's shorts have been Cargo shorts have been pretty Long down to the knee And have stayed around that area But yes And then oh Men had skinny jeans for a while I guess that's still a thing But My point being That's crazy Hey Costco Where I have bought clothes I'm not ashamed to admit it Cause heck I mean like 10 bucks for a pair of jeans Wow I've seen that before They are limiting how much you can buy Okay here it goes They've done it Limit 5 for customers The key items Which Yahoo Life Wrote so you know they're gonna make you Search 
they're not going to tell you in the first paragraph. They're going to make you scroll all the way down to the bottom to find out what it is. And let's see. I, okay, a handful of reasons. What are the products? Here we go. All right. The CFO said the company would be putting some limitations on key items. Here they are. Toilet paper. All right. We've seen that before. That happened a little over a year ago. Year and a half ago. Paper towels. Their water. Cleaning supplies that are currently in high demand. The limit on purchases of these popular goods comes in the wake of shortages and the Delta variant surge. Which has made customers concerned about running out of essentials. Aw, man. And wouldn't you know it, I think I need to see. Ugh, I have to go get some toilet paper. But that was crazy. Remember that a year and a half ago when we we went all nuts over toilet paper? There's a handful of reasons Costco cited for limiting the sales of these products. The factors pressuring supply chain and inflation include port delays, container shortages, COVID disruption, shortages on various components, raw materials and ingredients, labor cost pressures, and truck and driver shortages. Various major brands are requesting longer lead times and in some cases difficulty in finding drivers and trucks on short notice. I bet if I were to go to Costco today, there'd probably be a line. And we'll probably hear about that tomorrow. Even when you're able to find and purchase the products you want, they're likely to be a bit more expensive than usual. The rise in prices is a result of a lack of raw materials, the shipping crisis and high demand. There have been notable price increases across a variety of goods, including pulp and paper products, with some marked up by 8%. Plastic items have also been a spike in some prices, some as high as 11%. So, let's say you're interested in breathing better air. (laughs) Just changing topics rather dramatically here. Because I know you've been concerned with the air. If you live in the Bay Area, I'm looking out the window. Or actually, I'm outside, aren't I? I'm looking up into the sky because I'm outside. And I see there's some haze and smoke above me here in Podcastro Valley 10. And I'm wondering, where is the good air? Hawaii. That's the best air. Hawaii, in the United States anyway. Hawaii has an air quality index of 21.2, which is the cleanest average air in the U.S. Honolulu is one of six cities in the U.S. ranked on all three of the American Lung Association's cleanest cities list. This includes ozone, year-round particle pollution, and short-term particle pollution. The largest threats to air quality in Hawaii are volcanic activity and climate change. The second best air quality state is Alaska. Their air quality index is 29.1. The second best index in the U.S. Alaskans living in Anchorage or Matsuburo will experience particle pollution problems due to wood burning because people are heating with wood burning. 
Both of these uh, areas, however, have seen improvements in air quality in recent years. So they got good air there. And then the third and fourth would be Washington and Oregon, respectively. Washington State's air quality is has both uh, some of the cleanest and some of the most polluted air. Interesting. Most areas in Washington remain in the good Range sometimes reach into the moderate range. 100% of the state's population lives in communities that meet the state and federal air quality standard. The main source of pollution, though, in Washington are motor vehicles, wood smoke, and wildfire burning. And then Oregon, uh, they two ballot measures are being pushed in Oregon. 100% clean economy and 100% clean electricity. These measures will push Oregon t- to be a 100% clean economy by 2050. And then, oh, let's look at the sixth one. That would be Maine. Oh, wait, did I? I think I meant the fifth. Maine saw a large improvement in air quality from 2018 to 2019. However, some residents live in areas where the air is unhealthy due to emissions from power plants. Bangor, Maine is one of six cities in the U.S. ranked on all three of the American Lung Association's cleanest cities list. Let's just really quickly find out the state with the worst air quality. Utah is the state with the worst air quality. On average, one of the reasons for their air quality being so bad is its mountainous topography, which can cause pollution to build up near the surface. Utah has been actively taking steps to improve air quality. Hey, where did I get this information? WorldPopulationReview.com. Yes, there is such a website called WorldPopulationReview.com. And finally, Do you have guests that come over and you serve them like dinner or some kind of plate and they don't finish it? Does that upset you? Well, you know, in the U.S., it's uh, I guess it's kind of okay to leave food on your plate. How many times you've gone to a restaurant, you walk past the table when you're leaving and someone has left like a whole freaking plate of food? Why? Well, in, here's the countries you don't want to leave food on your plate. India. India is a country that says if you, if you have to finish everything, it's considered uh, respect for the served food if you uh, finish all the food on your plate. Food in India is considered sacred. In South India, food can be served on a banana leaf It is polite to fold your leaf over the top, not the bottom, because that indicates you are not satisfied. Huh. Japan. It is rude to leave food on your plate, whether at home or at a restaurant. It's related to one of the most fundamental concepts in Japanese culture called motatane. Motatane. There we go. Which is a feeling of regret at having wasted something. In China, 
Leaving behind an empty plate is a sign to the host that you're still hungry. If you don't want to eat more food, consider leaving a little behind to let the host know you've had enough. Ethiopians don't even bother with plates. Individual plates are considered wasteful. Folks share meals off of one big communal plate and generally eat with their hands using injera, which is a type of flatbread to pick up the food. I think I've had that. It's kind of spongy. So don't even think about asking for your own plate. This is from the website HuffPost. I was huffing some HuffPost. No, that doesn't sound right. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Matthews, Madam Rudebeck, and I've been to Ethiopia. Ooh. Wow. I think you've been everywhere. Have you been everywhere? Yes. Have you been all over the universe? Yes. Have you been to Costco? No. Well, good thing, because if you went there today, it'd probably be a bunch of lines and crazy. Look who else is here. Hello, day, Mike. This is Valentino the Pantier Dandy. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, I hear that people don't know what I say when I say that I'm the parking attendant. They. Yeah, people don't know what he see. Do it. And I hear they don't know what you're saying either, Bison. Yeah, they don't know what I'm saying. Yes, so just to be clear, Valentino is saying he is the parking attendant because he, he watches... The parking lot And he helps Some people Park the cars He is like A valet That's his name Valentino They got a little house A little shack thing They sit in I haven't been in it But It looks Like They have a good time in there And then there's uh, Bison Bentley And he Is always asking Do you Know That but because he says it so fast, it sounds like, do you know that? And we used to have a segment on the show called It's Bison Bentley's Do You Know Dat? Hey, this is Bison Bentley, and Mike Matthews has a couple of stories that'll make you want to ask yourself, do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? Where I would say interesting facts, but now I just always say interesting facts on the podcast, so I don't need him to say that at the beginning of... This podcast as you understand So Oh last question That I have for you Is this Where did the being a Karen Thing come from How did Karens get such a bad rap Are they always wearing the high Rise jeans Karen is a pejorative slang term for an obnoxious, angry, entitled, and often racist middle-aged white woman who uses her privilege to get her way or police other people's behaviors. Hmm. Interesting. Um as a as featured in memes, Karen is generally stereotyped as having blonde Oh, a blonde bob haircut Not just blonde hair But a blonde bob haircut Asking to speak to retail and restaurant managers To voice complaints or make demands Ooh And she's also apparently anti-vax And a Generation X soccer mom So someone that I went to high school with 
who's a soccer mom. In 2020, Karen spread as a label used to call out white women who were captured in viral videos engaging in what are widely seen as racist ramps. Where does it so it joins a trend on the internet in the 2010s of being a first name to make fun of certain types of people. A Becky, for example, is a stereotype for a basic younger white woman, while a Chad in other corners of the internet stands for a cocky young dude bro. And I <laughs> I work with a guy named Chad and he completely embraces that. I don't know if he he does it jokingly, but he always says, "What's up, bro Haim?" Uh, yes. So he's being a Chad. But why the name Karen? Karen has widely been credited to uh, in the 2010s. Uh, is that comes from a oh a, a Dane Cook, Dane Cook reference. A bit he did called "The Friend Nobody Likes." An additional explanation is that it comes from the character Karen in Mean Girls, the movie, who's the subject of a popular quote. Oh my God, Karen, you can't just ask someone why they're white. It's even been put forth that Karen comes from the even earlier 1990 film Goodfellas, where one of the characters was named Karen. It's popular, popularly thought of as a generic seeming name for a middle-aged white woman of a certain generation. Hmm. It was the most popular name for newborn girls in the 1960s, peaking at number three in 65. So you would have a lot of late baby boomers, early Gen Xers as being named Karen. And this came from the the dictionary. Is that even a, I've made a new word, dictionary. The dictionary.com website had that information. So, yes. And by the way, if you are named. (laughs) If you're named what? Karen. That sounds like Corinne. Okay. Well, if you are named Corinne, sorry if that offended you. But there are lots of famous Karens in the world. There's uh, Karen Gilliam, who was what, Nebula and the Avengers movies and Guardians of the Galaxy things. And of course, Doctor Who. And that's the end of my podcast. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed the podcast, why don't you tell your friends? Because you've got a lot of friends. Even if your name is Karen, I'm sure you got a lot of friends. Because I knew a lot of I knew someone in school As a kid Who was so awesome And I don't know whatever became of her Her name was Karen Machikian She was so cool I really liked her I hope she has I hope she's still alive And she's having a great life Because she was very cool to me Okay so there you go Karen's Uh, If you'd like to join in, call in Let me know what you think of what we covered today Or if you'd like to comment We love your emails And your calm and not so comments You can call me at 336-MM-DAILY That's 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM as in Mike Matthews Daily as in what this podcast will try to be But you know, I got interrupted for like 5 days in a row Hopefully that won't happen again 
But 336MM Daily Go to Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And you can click on that link Tomorrow morning Between 9am and 4pm To listen to the radio show That I'm doing There's a link there And with more It's A-Frame Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.